Welcome to Shorts with Jill and Tara, a bite-sized podcast that blends business and fashion to bring you practical tips and strategies in a shorter format than a typical podcast. I'm Jill, and I've spent my career advising, starting, and running businesses. I'm Tara, a family therapist turned fashion stylist and a digital creator. Good morning, Tara. Hello, Jill. It is June 2nd. Very exciting. Very exciting. Okay, so this is not going to surprise you, but (laughs) I have a pet peeve to talk about this morning, and it has to do with email community. It's not really email community. It's just like written communication and when people get something like really bad wrong in an email. So yesterday I got an email. Um, actually, it was on an intro email. So somebody was introducing me to this person and, um, <clears throat> and you know, suggesting that I would be a good person to talk to them about X, Y, Z. And, you know, my name is Jill, pretty clearly Jill. And my name was mentioned probably a couple times in the email. So it's like, you should really meet Jill. She da, 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 da. So maybe you should find some time to talk to Jill. And the response was, hey, Julie, I'd love to connect. Let me know what works for you, Julie. And I'm like, seriously? I mean, so, so okay. So there's a bunch of, a bunch of issues, right? So the first issue is I'm kind of pissed because she got my, my name wrong. That's number one. Number two is how do I even deal with it now? I mean, it's so uncomfortable. Like, what do I write back? Do I be like, by the way, it's Jill? Do I ignore it entirely? Like, what do I do, Tara? I love that whole scenario. And I knew there were going to be more pet peeves, by the way. So I would just move forward, Jill, and say your name at the end, Jill, because they will then recognize that you are not Julie, but you're Jill. And um, you can't call people out, especially if you don't know them, but I get what you're saying. (laughs) Then part two is I did respond exactly like that. I'm glad that I did what you would have done. And I signed it Jill. I said, how about this time or this time? Would any of these times work for you? Best Jill. And she wrote back like just a very, I'll check answer like not even like acknowledging okay I definitely got your name wrong so now I'm worried I'm gonna get on the phone with them and she's gonna call me Julie all right well if she gets on the phone and calls Julie you correct her right there I would just say oh you know my name is yes I'm gonna do that you gotta stand up for yourself right yes I think it's easier to do that in a phone call than on an email but um she clearly does not (laughs) care what your name is. I apologize, but that's, that's the truth. Now I have actually done the same thing. So I really shouldn't judge because I've completely messed up someone's name in an email. Not quite as like, obviously, but anyways, that's my pet peeve for, for today. But I'm very excited because we have been getting a bunch of questions from some of our listeners now that we have 10 of them. Um, and, <laughs> and so we're going to answer at least one of those questions today. Absolutely. And I love that Jill thinks we only have 10 followers because in my mind, we have 10,000. And that's the difference between us. It really is. I'm like, whoa, we have such a big platform. That's how I live. 
Anyways, so um, one of the our listeners sent in a question, which I really love because we had already talked about what to wear post pandemic to the in your work life. And so the question is, um, I have a well, I have a closet full of pre pandemic clothes, but I have no idea what to wear now. What new pieces do I need to mix in with my old to freshen up my post pandemic looks? I live in LA and I don't work in an office, but I do need business casual for lunches and occasional meetings plus dinner out outfits. Help. So Jill, do you have any advice before I dive right in? Oh gosh, that's such a good question. Um, No, because I'm in a similar situation. I mean, I have decent clothes. I'm just so tired of staring at the same ones and need something fresh in my wardrobe. So I am... And, you know, the temptation is to go to Target and buy all kinds of, you know, cheap stuff just to scratch that itch. But I don't think that's necessarily the right strategy. Yeah. And I'm so happy you said that because I think that that's typically what people do. But then you end up in the same place with a bunch of clothing that you don't wear. And you actually end up spending as much money or more on junk. So my advice is, first of all, Go through your closet and really think about how long have I not worn this. I know we've been in a pandemic, so it's been longer, but you can really tell if things are out of style. And some of us have gained weight. Some of us have lost weight. Some things just don't fit the same anymore. So my suggestion is if you absolutely love it, you spend a lot of money, put it away and rethink it. And if it's something that you really don't care that much about, just get rid of it. If you're thinking, I'm going to lose five to 10 pounds, just get rid of it because that is a mindset that I don't want you to be in. Um, That's where the therapist comes in. But really, it's such a negative connotation to put in your mind all the time is when I lose or when this happens because it puts pressure on you. Why do you mean you just feel crappy in your clothes until you lose that weight? And what if it doesn't happen? Like, we might as well just feel good every day in the moment. Or those genes are staring at you and all you're thinking is, I still have to lose that weight. So that's just not a good mindset. Um, And then, so I think a really good approach of what I've been telling people lately is to think about things that you want to buy right now. Like what is going to enhance your wardrobe right now? Is it going to be accessories? Like Jill and I talked about belt. She doesn't love a belt, but maybe she loves a really good bag or a great shoe. Because if you buy one or two great pairs of shoes, that could actually elevate your style, your outfits. Um, If you do like belts, that's a great way to elevate your outfit as well. These do not need to, you don't need to spend a lot on these things, but you can invest a little bit more because you can wear them so many different ways. Another thing to think about is elevating your loungewear to athleisure wear. So what I mean by that is taking those baggy sweatpants or, I don't know, the joggers and making the top a little nicer than a t-shirt. So let's get like a nice blouse or, um, Jill, what were we talking about beside blouse? Oh, like a nice camisole that you could actually wear instead of a blouse. Uh, I'm just trying to think some of the things we talked about in your closet. Um, These are things that if you really love the bottom still, but you just need to dress them up. Add a nicer top. Add a nicer shirt. Yeah, we had talked about, I, I like wearing kind of stepped up t-shirts. 
and we had talked about just a t-shirt with like a little funky and t-shirt's the wrong word, but like a tank or a top with that might still be cotton and, or, you know, this, a sort of a comfortable material, but has some sort of, you know, embellishment, something that's like a, an interesting color or an interesting collar or something, you know, a little different. Right. We were talking about also like the sleeve style right now, you know, frame denim has like a really cool button down trip, but this, the, the sleeves are a little, I don't know, I want to say puffy, but they're like very modern. And that way you can bring like a modern twist into your baggy pant outfit. Um, and then I would go try to think monochromatic, like a lot of monochromatic styles. You probably have a lot of things in your closet that you can make into one monochromatic style. And I think that that actually is a very elevated look. And you can make that out of your clothing or you just buy another piece and make that kind of your wardrobe staple. And that is a great thing that you can wear, you know, to work. You could add a heel to go out to dinner. Um, some other ideas I have are, I, you know, I love a slip dress and people are very afraid of slip dresses, <laughs> although you shouldn't be because honestly, there's such a great piece. You can add a belt. You can put a sweater over it and make it look like a skirt. You can put a denim jacket over. This is a very simple dress that you can, it doesn't have to cost a lot. And it will stay in your closet for a long time. Okay, can we talk about the slip dress just really quickly? Because yes. my phobia of slip dresses has to do with the fact that they tend to be a fairly flimsy material with not a lot of structure. There's, they're cut, they're, they're shaped, but there's not a lot of like texture to the material. So they sort of like float over your body. That, <laughs> in order for it to float over my body, it would have to be like an XXXL. Like I don't have a body where something just like floats over it. And I appreciate that. But now there's slip dresses that are not, that are almost like a, they're not so, I don't want to say, what's the word I'm looking for? Like they're just more, yeah, they're a little more flowy, not as fitted. Cause I understand what you're saying. Like Zadig and Voltaire, they make a great like long straight one. I have one on my Instagram that you guys can see. I threw a t-shirt under it. It's much more forgiving and it doesn't stick to your body like you're saying, which I know exactly what you're talking about. And I think that's people's fear about mm -hmm. a slip dress. But the thing about a slip dress is, like I said, you know, I added a t-shirt under it. You can make it an elevated style. You can make it more casual. Um, and then you know, so that it doesn't like the bottom of the t-shirt doesn't show through the dress. You know what I mean? when it's a little bit when it doesn't is not fitted to your body you don't really see the t-shirt underneath um you could also do a like more of a cropped t-shirt and so then you don't see that it as much as like in the waistline mm -hmm. but I think if you go with like a more flowy type of slip dress you won't have that yeah. problem um and make it a little more of a fitted tee so it's not a baggy tee um and then I know High-waisted jeans are not for everybody, but they're very popular right now. And if you have jeans that you're not wearing, I would say invest in a pair or two that you are going to – that fit you well. The thing about high-waisted jeans is at the end of the day, you can be very uncomfortable. Well, I think – doesn't it depend on the stretch of the jean? Like if there's not a lot of stretch, I mean, I feel like my rib cage, my rib cage is just like out of control compressed with it. I just can't – Yeah. 
yeah, I mean, I think that a lot of people feel that way. So I think you have to find a fit that you like, but I actually love the style. Yeah. And I was actually, you had recommended a pair of jeans, um, not getting paid for this dear John Denham. And I tried them on and they're high weight. They're, they're called high waisted, but they're, I think a boyfriend style and they're so comfortable and they have a lot of stretch, not stretch. that's going to like fall down to your ankles, but they're just like soft. And so you don't feel like you're, you, you can't even like drink a glass of water. Like it's, it's, it's not that constricting and they're super comfortable. And I was really surprised. I know I, I, when they sent me, thank you, dear John Denham for the jeans, I was a little afraid of them at first, but they fit like no other. And I was telling uh, Jill, they're so soft. And that is a jean that you can last throughout the day. You can dress it up, you can dress it down. Again, you can see it on my Instagram how I've like dressed it up with a blazer or I've worn it with a tank top or, you know, it's a really great versatile jean. So find one or two pairs of jeans. That's all you really need that really fit you well. Um, and the other thing is our t-shirts are really a great thing to have in your wardrobe right now because you can wear them to the office. You can throw, what am I going to say? A blazer. <laughs> you knew that was coming. <laughs> You, a blazer over it and blazer, for example. <laughs> yes, but I went out with a friend the other day. I knew exactly what blazer she was wearing. I did not call her out on it, but I was like, uh huh. It was a Veronica it's like going beard. To the plastic uh, surgeon. You're like waiting. For, I'm waiting for Tara to comment on my outfit. I'm waiting for my friend, the plastic surgeon, to tell me what I need done. <laughs> I'm very good about it. But the t shirt is really made a comeback in terms of how like where you could wear it don't oh, absolutely think? and I love like the ones with the shoulder pads there's just all kinds of cool t-shirts out there that don't they don't look like you just rolled out of bed but they also don't look like you're trying too hard right and you're still in this like casual cool vibe of kind of post-pandemic I'm still comfortable but I'm looking you know cool and I'm a little more elevated but I'm in a yeah. t-shirt also, I think people are going to focus a little bit more on sustainability and uh, sustainable brands, which I really appreciate. And I'm bringing it back to Rent the Runway again, because I really do think that if you are in a place right now that you don't want to spend a lot of money, but you want to be dressed to go out to dinner, or you want you know something for a meeting and you haven't been in a meeting for a long time, a great way to get clothing is Rent the Runway. You can rent it, you wear it. And return it. Yeah, that's a great solution. I've never tried it, but I think it's a great solution. And I've, I've browsed the site a bunch of times. Um, but yeah, I love that idea. And the other thing is, like Jill was saying how she feels like she should go to Target and just get a bunch of stuff. You know, I think it's a really good idea to set a budget for yourself. So let's think of I want to spend $500 total for the summer on everything. So that way you can really focus in on what is it that you want to purchase and what's going to add to your wardrobe that you can number one feel happy about but not number two not break the bank but get enough items that um helps your you know elevate yeah, your style. Yeah, that's a great suggestion and I think that will prevent the target phenomenon of like I'm going to buy my daughter some clothes and then I end up putting all kinds of crap in my cart that I really, I really don't need another t-shirt, like a, a regular t-shirt. I do not need it. <laughs> and so it would prevent that. Cause I would be like, Nope, this doesn't fit into my budget. 
Right. And then I think that you also don't feel like you, you know, you spent too much like buyer's remorse on a different level. Like you buy one big thing and that's it. You still are stuck with the same issue of I have nothing, but I spent it on this great bag and that's it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So thank you so much for the questions. This is, I love having questions like this because Jill and I really want to be specific to you. And so thank you. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. We would love to answer any of your questions on future episodes of Shorts. Bermuda Shorts. Jean Shorts. Short Shorts. Boy Shorts. Tennis Shorts. Cargo Shorts. Seated Shorts. Running Shorts. Warp Shorts.